You know, it's always weird when I record these and I talk about my experience and I talk about things that I've experienced and been through. Whether they were good or bad or challenges or not. And I always find myself kind of fascinated that I will discuss an experience at length and then be like, what was it? What was, try to remember the feeling, the, the, what was it like when I was experiencing it? And then I like get a reminder, like just re-experiencing it or reliving it or whatever the case may be. And a lot of the times, man, like sometimes it's great. It's great to, to relive, you know, wonderful experiences and, and, um, to, to re-experience things that, that were good, that were amazing when, when the first time it was that you experienced them. But sometimes you get those, those harsh reminders of why things are the way that they are, or, you know, why you are the way that you are, or whatever, you know, sort of example you, you want to use or spin to describe that sort of thing. And, and that, that shit just kind of stings, man. And the reality is, is that a lot of good things happened to me this year. It would be a lie to deny that I, I had, you know, in terms of the things that I do and, and the experiences that I have, despite some, some very private and even sometimes public difficulties, um, I did my best. I did my best, but you know, I, I, I really, I really wanted to chalk 2023 up to a win. And in, in many ways, I'll be able to do that. You know, in, in many ways, I'll, I feel as though I'll bounce back and I'll be able to say, I'll be able to look back on this year and look back at all the, the wonderful positive things that, that have happened to me. And I'll be able to say, you know, 2023, despite what may have happened to some other people and despite even some things that happened to me, 2023 was a good year. Um, but what I wanted to talk about today is something that I was going to do on Twitter or X or whatever. Um, but I figured I would just record it because I didn't, I don't know, I feel like sometimes I post things and when I post things, those things get taken out of context and um, then as a result of posting those things, people that, that are, are very like, you know, pro positive, um, they, it, they, it's kind of held against me. And I just, I don't know if I'm in a position right now where I can handle more things being held against me, which probably sounds like a very complainy thing to say, but it's how I feel. And my feelings are valid. And I feel like I shouldn't have to validate my feelings. Um, but yeah, gang. Uh, welcome to uh, the second to last of the year. Um, episode of the Deposition with Objection. Uh, my name is Objection. I go by Objection or B or Brandon. And today I'm a podcaster. And what I would like to talk about are some lessons that 2023 taught me specifically. Um, as it relates to somebody who exists in the content space. I think that while there are things that I said I would give up, 
Um, one thing that I, I do think that I legitimately might actually give up is is referring to myself as as a content creator. Um, I'm not sure that content creation as it exists now is something that's built for me. I'm not saying that because I'm going to quit doing anything. Like, I'm going to quit making stuff. I'm going to keep making stuff. But I just, I feel like in order to be a, a content creator, you have to be a certain archetype that I'm just not. Also, if you hear the dog barking, I'm, I'm dog-sitting again, so. So that's a thing. Um, anywho. Uh, 2023 definitely taught me a lot of things. Um, some, a lot good, a lot good. Some, some, you know, I wish had gone better. Um, but the reality is, the type of person that I am, I, I try to do a lot of perspective shifting, and I try to do a lot of 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 turning you know shitty situations and crummy lessons into just that learning experiences so so with that being said that's that's kind of where i'm at today the first thing that this year taught me is that regardless of whether or not you're a consumer or a creator um one of the first things that you have to learn how to do is how to interact with people. And in so doing, something that I've observed is that there is a drastic line between what somebody is looking for in, in a relationship as far as a creator to a consumer. Um, and one of the things that I believe would help anybody uh, expedite their way to a healthy understanding of whatever the hell is going on is to rapidly learn the difference between somebody who is looking for fans and somebody who is looking for friends um, on both sides of that equation. There are uh, consumers that want to be fans or want creators to be fans of them there are creators that want fans that are not looking to to build friendships and and things like that and it's it stings because i thought that one of the one of the aspects of social networking you know was being social um and a lot of times, because I've talked about this in the past, a lot of times when I talk about it, sometimes it feels like I'm, I'm blowing smoke or I'm making the same argument over and over and over again. Uh, but I'm, I'm really, it's not, I'm not trying to, like, I'm, I'm trying very hard to like make this what it was when I started. And I just don't think that it is anymore. And that's okay. You know, like shit changes and I was actually told by somebody that that I'm resistant to change or that people as a whole are resistant to change. And that's true because uh, change is, is a difficult thing to to deal with. But I think that there is a way to absorb changes that are not... Um, detrimental to mental health or that are not difficult i think there are people that are very very you know flexible and adaptable and 
one thing that I've learned is that I don't I don't think I'm that person. I, I think that I'm the type of person that like I you know considering if you were to to consider an interaction like some sort of like battle or something like that. Um, I'm the type of person that I, I'm willing to hear all sides of anything, but when it comes to like morality and what I believe is right, I'm I'm going to dig in and and stand my ground on on the things that I believe in. Um, another lesson that this this uh, that I learned this year with regards to creation is that it. In, in kind of teeing off of the last one is that there there are real real people out there with real needs that are are real solid ride or dies and those are relationships whether they're friendships or fandoms or whatever that should be cherished um as as intensely as as they exist like there are i have a a regular i i would call him a friend i don't know what he would call me um that most recently we were doing a war zone private lobbies on my stream and uh we were starting to dwindle and we needed one and he just kind of popped in and, and took a spot and for that i'm endlessly appreciative of that but in on the stream we've had this sort of conversation before and he's the type of person that keeps creators at an arm's length which is why i struggle now to call myself a creator because i would honestly rather have friends than be a creator you know what i mean and that's that's my prerogative that's how i feel about that and I feel like a lot of times when I talk to people or a lot of some of the feedback that I get on this podcast, it comes across as like an attempt at some sort of indoctrination or like I'm trying to convince people to to feel a certain way about something. But that's just not the case. That's not how I operate. Um, what I will say, though, is that it uh, it it sucks to be misunderstood. I think it, that's something that anybody can agree with. And I can I can say and I probably sound like I'm whining and, and maybe I am, but I can honestly say that I spend a lot of my time feeling very misunderstood and very unheard, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, like I was saying, there there are people who are, are willing to ride, you know, who are willing to just like go that extra mile and and be be somebody who wants to be in your corner who lets you know that they're in your corner who's solidly there in your corner and i don't know like there those are people that should be cherished and and they should feel cherished and i genuinely hope that they do um This was like admittedly before recording this was a, this was a lot more concise and I actually wrote these down uh but the place that I wrote them down it's it's I I know this probably sounds super immature but it's hard to look at right now um but one of the lessons that I learned is that there there are digital spaces that are uncomfortable 
And I didn't think that that was the case. I thought that, you know, as somebody who played, grew up playing like a lot of competitive online video games and, and being in lobbies where I'd been called like racial epithets and all kinds of crazy shit that uh, digital spaces couldn't really affect me. Like they didn't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't drag on me or they wouldn't, they wouldn't hurt. And I'm, I, I found out this year that that's, that's just not the case. Like your, your environment is essentially determined by your psyche and your perception, right? So the reality is you could be laying on a couch or sitting in a car or sitting at a desk or doing anything, but wherever your psyche exists, that's where you actually are. So if your psyche is in Discord or if your psyche is in a stream or if your psyche is in uh, um, you know, some other form of, of content or some other thing, um, then that's where your psyche is. And it, it's, it's shitty, you know, that, that a lot of times we create places that aren't ideal or aren't comfortable for everybody. And even more so, we don't even know until somebody says something. Um, but it's, it's difficult to, to exist in a space that doesn't exist and more difficult to exist in a space that doesn't actually exist and be uncomfortable in that space. Because how do you leave that space? You know? Um, another lesson that I, I, uh, I, I learned is kind of along the lines of, of a, it, a codependency. Like, I've dealt with, with codependency in the past. I've I've seen people kind of experience codependency in an, in an unhealthy way. And I feel as though there's a weird symbiotic relationship between a creator and consumer that builds kind of a, a two-way codependency on one another without either party being aware of it, right? Like... Not that anybody would ever give me a hard time if I didn't stream, because I stream often as hell. But um, I feel as though on days that I don't stream, I feel like I'm letting people down. And on days that I don't stream, there are people that miss me. And not to say that that's a codependency thing. It's just a small example of where my mind goes when I think about uh, taking time off or, or resting or taking time to myself or whatever. Like the first thing that I worry about is, you know, are these people going to be okay without me? And I'm not, I'm pretty positive that, uh, that, that that's just how it is, you know? Um, I don't like to, to kind of stop what I'm talking about and just fire from the hip real quick. I don't know why this is so hard and what i mean by this being hard is just recording this i don't i don't honestly know why recording this is so difficult especially after the one that i posted last week um i feel like i've gotten into this weird space of invalidating how i feel um because 
it's just not that important. Things that things that are very important to me just seem very unimportant in the grand scheme of things. And so I kind of push them down and push them away. And in so doing, I definitely like lost something. And I don't I don't really know what that something is. And I'm sure that this is something that's just kind of tied to a current event experience that I'm going through. And, you know, by the time this is posted or by the time week 52 comes around, we'll be we ride as rain and we'll be laughing about some dumb shit that I did on stream or, you know, remembering, um, you know, fun that we had over the past year, whatever the case may be. But I kind of want to dwell in this in this current moment. And just kind of work on figuring figuring out specifically what's wrong. Because, damn it, when it comes to my emotional state and my mental state, I have tried everything. I've been shopping therapists. I've been consulting with therapists online. I've been talking to my doctor. Um, I've been, you know, trialing medicine again. And I just... I don't know. Like I, I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it just—it's such a weird thing to just be in a place that—that you—it's not that you can't get out of it. It's just that your perception constantly takes you there. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever thought about something? Thought about a place that you were, or had a memory from your childhood, or something like that, and. He just went back there constantly. Like the reality is I've, I hear from a lot of people all the time about how their trauma, you know, plays out or affects how they're able to operate today. And while it sucks, you know, like it, it's kind of something that that's along the same lines. Like people have the, these traumas that they go through at such a young age and they, they end up uh, really affecting how they they're able to move forward and how they're able to proceed but sometimes I wonder if we ever sit and think about the trauma that we experience like now you know what I mean like I have been in positions personally where I have had my trust and my hope absolutely annihilated and I don't know if those are things that I can ever get back I don't know if those are things, admittedly, that I want back. Um, but I, I do know that that a lot of the time we still go through and experience a lot of trauma and it it goes unaddressed because it's not something that came from a, a, a long history of whatever or, you know, it's something that's fresh. So it's a it's a new wound. But sometimes that shit sucks. You know what I mean? You don't just obtain scars in childhood. You obtain scars, you know, pretty much all the time. And I feel as though right now I'm I'm in a place where I'm I'm kind of nursing some cuts and and healing and recovering and and I'm I'm getting my scars, man. And that's okay. You know, like everybody the 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 old saying or the old adage is everybody's fighting a battle that we really don't know anything about. And I think that there's a lot of truth to that. Like, I, I believe that that um, 
you know, everybody is fighting, but sometimes I feel like when, when we've completed our own battles, we, we tend to forget about the, the battles that the other people are fighting, you know? Um, I saw a friend of mine and I, I think I talked about this briefly last week, but a friend of mine had posted a TikTok that, that talked about, um, introverts versus extroverts and what she said was that people often um people often want the introverts to come out of their shell but that extroverts don't give introverts a safe place to come out to and i think there's a lot of truth to that but i also still stand on on the fact that i i genuinely believe that there when it comes to like community and and coming together and even like a content creation uh friend viewer consumer symbiotic relationship i don't even know what to call it anymore um i think that there needs to be a, a level of stated understanding that there are differences in how people interact and those differences need to be respected right like It's hard to say, man. It's it's really, really hard to, to say and to talk about. Because when I say things, I, I I get concerned about the fact that I'm I'm potentially offending people. And that's never my like that's never my goal. Like I don't want to offend anybody. I just I wanna talk to people on their level. I I want to, to have communication. I wanna connect with people and it it sucks when it feels like people don't want to connect with you. I want to help people problem solve and it, it sucks when it feels like people don't don't want you to help them solve their problems. And I know that that's a weird and stupid thing to say, but if I'm if I'm being completely truthful, that's how I feel, you know. I feel like a lot of times, like a lot of times unnaturally, I don't I don't really share how I'm actually feeling about stuff. I'm I'm purposefully vague or I keep, I just talk about being angry, but I don't really share the why behind anything. And last week I tried to share the why a little bit, but I feel like last week just like last week was a, was a big step for me in being vulnerable and, and trying, but, um, I don't know. I don't know where we're going. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know. Let me not say we, me. I don't know what I'm doing. But I do know that I, I want to keep doing what I'm doing. I want to keep having fun. I want to keep brightening lives. I want to keep trying to help. But it's it's very, very hard to help when the people that you're trying to help are resistant to it. <laughs> and... um it uh it it can be it it gets discouraging but it, it there's there's always good there there's always good for every discouraging moment that i have i have a really super encouraging moment and i really need to learn how to latch onto those because those are the ones that that'll pull me through and those are the ones that'll that'll get me going and and that'll be that you know so I'll I'll keep doing what I'm doing. I'll keep making this podcast and I'll keep streaming and I'll I'll keep uh putting stuff on TikTok and playing basketball and articulating my thoughts 
letting people know how I'm actually feeling and wearing my heart on my sleeve and hoping for the best, you know? And uh, I, I feel for the first time in a very, very long time that there there might be people that I, I really considered to be very, very tight and very, very close that I might lose on that journey. And that, that makes me sad. That Like, I, I can't even sugarcoat that. That That makes me very, very sad. But it's just not in my nature to just give something up because it's difficult, you know? So yeah, um, if I was going to, to sit here and, and very succinctly try and summarize one of the biggest lessons that 2023 has taught me, it's that no matter how down you feel, no matter how beaten and bruised you are, no matter how sad you are, no matter how hurt you are, no matter what you've been through, you just can't give up. You just can't give up. And my hope for you guys this week, I'm going to go ahead and keep this one short because I know last week's was super, super long. And admittedly, I'm I'm okay. I'm very, very tired. Uh, but I'm okay. And I, I want you guys to kind of just think about the things that you've learned this year. Think about some of the lessons that you've learned. Some of them that were difficult. Some of them that were fun. Uh, because next week, what I want to do is I want to reflect on on just the year as a whole, but in a in a positive light. And I want to talk about the things that we've accomplished as a community and the things that we're going to do in 2024 as a community. Um, but yeah, that's going to be it for me today. I think I'm losing my voice, <laughs> which is a funny metaphor considering some of the conversations that I've had over the past week. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I love you guys to death, man. Uh, be blessed. Don't be stressed. Be awesome to each other. Be better to yourselves. And I'll, I'll catch you in the next one. Okay. I love you guys, man. Peace out. Oh shit. Real quick addendum. I just realized this will be the last podcast before Christmas. Um, so from the bottom of my heart, I, I want to wish all of you that listen to this a very, very Merry Christmas. And I hope you have a wonderful holiday and I will talk with you next week. Love you guys. Peace out.